Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host. Good day, Paul good Lawrence day. Fan. This is Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad that you could be with me today. And we're going to have a great day because we have a special guest here. And her name is Gail Robinson. Gail, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. Fantastic. We're glad to have you. And for our the listening audience, uh, what we have right now is we are going to talk about customer relationship management. And this is so very important, primarily because it's what every business needs. But before we get started on this, I'm going to introduce Gail to you. Gail Robinson, she's the owner and CRM administrator at Robinson Business Solutions. She has extensive experience in database management and CRM software with over a decade of database administrator experience, having served businesses and their database needs. Robinson Business Solutions is a customer relationship management software consulting and implementation firm that has founded to help small businesses realize a return on their on their Salesforce, HubSpot, Zoho, and other CRM investment by setting the software up to run as a fully functioning business tool that automates business processes, increase client and prospect engagement, and drive profits. Without further ado, I want to introduce Gail to you again, and Gail, welcome. And we're going to be on our way, so I want all the listeners of the Wealth Academy podcast community to listen in because this is something that we all need. So Gail, uh, share with members of our podcast uh, listening community your journey and you made the transition from the US Army to become an entrepreneur. What are just a few of the similarities and differences between serving in the Army and leading your business? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I would say the similarities is the value, the core values the Army taught me, um, especially one being integrity and working with uh, the different businesses I do. The differences, I would say freedom. (laughs) Um, But one thing I do appreciate about the military, it taught me structure. And that's one thing I've carried with me um, years after my service. So um, the, the, the journey has been interesting. Um, I did work in a few other industries before finding my business, but I've always worked in data management. It always seemed to find me. (laughs) So uh, my business began as a passion project. Um, I lost my parents and I went through uh, grievance counseling. Mm -hmm. And through that counseling, I also dived into volunteering. And I wanted to serve as nonprofit as a way to give back because uh, the hospice my mom was in was a nonprofit and they helped me and my family out tremendously and I wanted to pay it forward. Sure. And I spent so much time working in a nonprofit and executive director said, well, maybe you need to think about getting paid for this, what you do. And uh, after giving it some thought, I decided to dive in and uh, try to start my own business. And that's what started my journey. Ah, fantastic. And I want to say uh, right off the bat, first of all, uh, condolences to having lost your parents. That's happened to me before. And I know the listeners, we all understand that. And of course, thank you you for your service to our country. In fact, I have a brother who's in the Army now, his 33rd year in the Army. So, (laughs) 
<laughs> so thank thank you for that. But I understand completely about your parents and and letting people know that we really are real people. Absolutely. And I think that's the important part. And I, I can see that that has also established in you that entrepreneur nature whereby you were doing something uh, from a, a standpoint of volunteering and it matriculated into something more. So that's that's a beautiful experience right there. So congratulations. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, Gail, as owner and CRM administrator at Robinson Business Solutions, you have extensive experience in database management and CRM software. Why is it important for businesses to have a solution-based CRM software in place? So many businesses have CRMs, but they don't go in with a plan. So that's what adds the solution-based CRM. Yes. Um, I would say the most important part about implementing a CRM system into a business is having systems and processes into place. More so than a CRM, that should come first because um, there are thousands of CRMs out there. Sure. But if you don't know how you're going to use that system, mm -hmm. then most likely it will fail or it will just sit there and collect dust. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've spoken to quite a few companies and, and they said they need to rev up theirs and uh, that moves them down the line. And yes. having that contact with the customers and and uh, having a... a um, some information going out, some information coming in and, and having that, that system going into that cycle, that circle. Absolutely. Yes. And mm -hmm. that's another thing. Most businesses that I've come in contact with or have helped, they had data scattered everywhere. So that CRM system helped bring all that data into a centralized location to help them better manage it. Yes. And I'm pretty sure the owners of those companies, they were so relieved to finally find out that we don't have to kind of chase our tails, so to speak, kind of like a, a, a dog or cat, they're chasing their tail <laughs> and trying to find out, okay, now what did we do with this? And what do we do with that? Right. And that, that customer threshold is really the most important part as well. Being able to first contact, second contact, follow up, follow through, et cetera. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of the things uh, I, I looked at, Gail, is, and the question I have is, how do you help small businesses realize a return on their investment with Salesforce, for example, and HubSpot, Zoho, and some of the other software systems out there? So I like to speak with the people who will be in the system and using it, find out how they work, what their sales processes is, and other tools they're using, other email marketing tools like MailChimp, cost and contact, maybe accounting like QuickBooks, and how they can all work together under the system. Because a lot of those systems sync with their CRM system. Yes. So I talk to them and find out how they use it and how we can implement how they use it day-to-day -day inside that CRM system to make it easier for them. Right. So we have that integration of the systems themselves. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, the constant contact. Um, and then they might look at some people use lead pages. Uh, and there are a lot of, lot of different uh, software applications out there, depending on what people are looking for. Uh, yeah. Let's say, for example, entrepreneur, uh, they are speakers, they're authors, they're trainers and coaches, then they would tend to go with something that uh, would allow them to send out a free gift, for example, a right. free PDF, a free coaching session, and people would sign up for that. So they capture that individual's uh, name, the, con the name typically and the email, 
and mm -hmm. it becomes an evergreen process for them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. What are what are examples of some of the companies that you've worked with uh, in the past? Uh, what industries? If you don't want to talk about the uh, company itself, you can talk about maybe the industries. Okay. Um, I have been I've been blessed to work with nonprofits. Mm -hmm. um, I've worked uh, with an education, yes. education industry, healthcare, um, advertising and marketing, um, uh -huh. even in sales and retail. Okay. okay. So um, retail is one that I didn't think I would work in because uh -huh. it's so broad, but I have yes. had a few clients in that and that's been wonderful working with all of them. Oh, that's fantastic. And I, I know that's challenging for them today, given that COVID-19 and um, I guess everything is now going in that virtual space and online space uh, amongst yes. other things. So uh, we're all making that transition. Yes, you know, we are. All making that transition. <laughs> pivot is the word. <laughs> so, the word for 2020. <laughs> 2020 is pivot. Make some adjustments. Yeah. And it has been one kind of year for sure. <laughs> but what your, your product and your services do, you help bring it all together. Because yes. even though some industries have taken a, a downturn, other industries have really gained uh, because of they, they're dealing with the crisis management, the um, PPE, uh, and different things such as that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. And speaking of COVID-19, <laughs> and of course, we, we I want to talk about the fact that COVID has impacted all industries. Uh, how have businesses responded to having a CRM system in place driving client traffic uh, for them? So I know when it first hit, um, quite a few former clients reached out to me because with their life changing and working remotely, sure. they needed automations tuned up or set into place to help them save a little time because they had to help their kids with sure. homeschooling. Oh, yes. So automations were priority, were made a priority mm -hmm. as far as creating like workflows to automatically follow up with a lead that would come in or to make sure they stay top of mind with an important prospect and reminding important clients that a contract was becoming was coming up to be renewed. Sure. So there were a lot of automations that um, we had to do, we had to set up. Some companies wanted to revisit training to make sure yes. their employees had the proper knowledge and training and could use it. Right. Um, mm -hmm. with more confidence and knew exactly what they were doing so they wouldn't mess up the system. Exactly. Yeah, so that has that kept me busy in the early months. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so much transition taking place. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, that, that's uh, really great and to know that you have helped out some companies and the fact that they contacted you to uh, let you know we need some retraining, uh, everybody wants to work on their technology at that point because that's really the the, the road through this, how we navigate through this, yes. and and so that that speaks volumes of uh, the products and the programs that uh, you work with, and everyone needs them. My business, I, I have CRM, I have that as well. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, you have to have it because. Um, you know, writing it down anymore doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't, and it serves as a great reminder to it me does. to follow up on with something important yeah. and make sure nothing slipped through the cracks. <laughs> exactly. Yes, because that one, what I've I've learned over the years is that one customer 
can be a repeat customer and they can be a referral customer and they can be a joint venture customer and a partnership customer, et cetera, especially in that nonprofit space. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely in that space there. So that's fantastic. <laughs> now, Gail, going forward, what do you see trending for small businesses that have a CRM in place versus one that doesn't? Is there something, uh, applications on the horizon that's, that's being developed or it's just something still in the makings? I would say what, what I see on the horizon would be artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. um, sort of like the Alexas and the Google Homes that's out. Right. I can see that being incorporated in CRMs for more online support and process automation, getting sure. more robust. Uh-huh. That's very good. That's very, but yeah, AI is definitely out there because I've seen right. some that builds websites. Um, I mean, some of it that can actually work the CRM as well. You put in a, yeah. a little bit of data in there and it actually processes it for you. It may not be all perfect, but at least it gets the process started. Yes. And HubSpot is a perfect example of that. So you can place a robot sure. or into your website. So uh -huh. when someone visits, and I'm quite sure you and the audience see it quite often, a sure. little uh, box will pop up and say, may right. I help you? Exactly. So, yeah, that's a great example there. Exactly. But that can be incorporated in your CRM to push all of that information that they type in into their record in the CRM. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know that that's something that, um, uh, well, we make that transition for technology. You know, the uh, brick and mortar versus the online. That's the whole thing happening with a lot of the big box uh, companies. And some of them are going to close a lot of stores. Some of them will go out of business completely. And likelihood is that if their CRM and their database management system had been in place, uh, they could have prevented some of this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they could have. Being had proactive it. versus uh, reactive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, Gail, are, are there any trends on the horizon uh, that you consider that's coming to database systems or CRM in the future? In other words, we talked about the AI, mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of, have you heard of any new technology that, that's coming on board or some that may be dealing with some of the transportation of, of goods and products or food delivery, anything like that? in those industries? Not, not to my knowledge. Um, just studying and looking at the news that comes in regarding customer relationship management, sure. they are making a lot of changes um, mm -hmm. to how they operate and how it's set up to offer their customer more to help businesses broaden it, the customer's in customer intelligence and also customer insight to improve their businesses and sales and get those repeat customers. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because some some businesses are, it doesn't even matter if they have the, um, they, they have the, uh, big boxes themselves, but some who are more on the online side, there's a lot more that's going to happen. So there also be an industry for that for you as well. Right. Yeah. That people bring it on. If we used the example of Amazon building the headquarters too, mm -hmm. and they're bringing in 25,000 employees to uh, Crystal City, Virginia area. Right. And so they would probably 
I'm pretty sure they probably have it, but they may need some extra help <laughs> with that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah. A monster like Amazon. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Amazon. And then you have uh, Virginia Tech is bringing a, uh, a tech center also into that same area. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're bringing in maybe another 1,000 employees. So that's 26,000 in the next five to six years. Oh, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. In the next, next time. So Gail, uh, our time is coming to a close. Do you have anything else that you would like to share with our listeners uh, at this time? Any programs, services, anything of that nature? Okay, well, first, I want to thank you for having me. This has been uh, great. Um, I would like to just say how important a CRM system is to have for your business. And if a lot of people think they can't afford it, but there are quite a few free programs out there. Mm -hmm. And um, later on, I'll let you know how you can get access oh, to that. But I just want to say, make sure you have a system in place and a plan. More, more important or just as important as the money investment in the CRM is the time, time to make yeah. sure that you have a plan going in so it can be utilized Mm -hmm. the correct way and effectively. Yes. And then having that security on it as well. Ab yes. Of late security has been really just a lot of things happening. <laughs> yes. For example, if we looked at the election, you know, things are being impacted two or three weeks out in advance, but it's also that way for businesses as well. Right. If we, we looked at Baltimore, of course, Baltimore is in a hostage situation right now with their internet. And, and so uh, some of that technology, good technology is being used in a bad way. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, people's, their most precious commodity for intellectual property is their database. Absolutely. And that CRM system as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You bring up a great point about security. Mm -hmm. Have to secure <laughs> it all. Lock yes. it down. Because <laughs> they say data is more uh I guess it, they say that it's more extensive than all these days. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. The, uh, primarily because if you lose it, then you're going to have to pay to get it back and yes. you'll get it back, but it will never be the same again. And of course the banking industry, they go through that all the time where they're actually um, online, they're being robbed, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? but, but they won't tell the consumer because the, the confidence aspect of it. Right. And even um, I've worked with a few large companies where with them wanting to pull their data from the system so they can transition to a new one, the sure. date, the company would not allow them to get that data until they paid sometimes exactly. thousands of dollars. So mm -hmm. that's just another example of if you are looking for a CRM company, make sure you have access to your data and yes. you're able to pull that data out of that system. Absolutely. That's a great point. Great point. I know Atlanta went through that as well. I used to live in Atlanta and uh, their, their city was a hostage. I think they wanted 20 million and Atlanta refused to pay it. And they said, well, we just have to start over. <laughs> oh, wow. But again, it's the database management That's and then right. putting that security system in place. And uh, in some cases with government employees, uh, they will bring home secure laptops and uh, they would uh, somehow, someone would get to it. Right. You know, they're doing it uh, wirelessly and uh, those type of things happening. Also at... Um, shopping centers, it would, uh, would be vehicles outside. And, and when people make a transaction uh, with a credit card, the people actually are bringing their information into their system. So it's just a lot of stuff going on, but uh, the database management and that CRM is so critical. 
So Gail, we've solved the world's problems. <laughs> so if you could please provide your uh, contact information so listeners can learn more about you and get in touch with you as, as well. Sure. Um, they can visit my website at robinsonbiz.com and that's R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N-B-I-Z.com. Okay. And if you have any further questions or like would like to follow up, you can reach me on my email okay. at Gail, G-A-I-L, at robinsonbiz.com. And the okay. free CRMs I mentioned, you can sure. find a list of those on the website also. Okay, fantastic. So listeners, we have something free out there. I know you run into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good thing because that's the starting point for learning and then finding out what, what you may need. And we know that small businesses have a tendency to put things off and, and some of the yeah. things they put off is something important such as this. And so we don't want them to, to uh, yeah. forget that. So um, fantastic. Thank you so much, Gail, for being our honored guest. And uh, real quick, everyone, uh, Gail Robinson, she's owner and CRM administrator at Robinson Business Solutions. And as I mentioned, she has extensive experience in database management and CRM software. And uh, she works hard for her clients in the customer relationship management area, software consulting and implementation as well. And uh, she's uh, helped small businesses realize a return on their Salesforce, HubSpot, Zoho, and other CRM investments that are out there. So uh, thank you very much. And uh, for my listeners, again, uh, really uh, go to Gail Robinson's website and See, see what she has out there, especially you entrepreneurs out there and you solopreneurs go on out there, take a look, don't be afraid, open up that wallet a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and, and help yourself. And then of course, Gail has some free uh, software out there, uh, some apps out there you can go to and she would really appreciate it. And she's doing some great work uh, with the organizations that she's, she's uh, with. And so I thank you all for that. Uh, and, uh, don't forget, you can listen to this episode also on uh, www.wealthacademypodcast.com. You can find it on different uh, distribution channels such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and all of the other channels that are out there. And my time is up and I thank you for yours. I'm host Paul Lawrence Van. I'll see you on the next episode. And before we leave again, I just want to give a shout out to Gail Robinson and for the great work that she's doing and making a difference for small businesses and, and nonprofits in, in the uh, area. So thank you very much, Gail, and have a great day. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you for listening. Okay, thanks. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 